Okay, brother. I guess I got to start off with Aloha. Aloha, Alex. I love it, Good man. Good to see you again. I know. I know. It feels like it's been forever, but it's only been a few months. Yeah, I know. It's been, uh... yeah, I guess it hasn't been that long, yeah. Three months, maybe four months. I'm Three months? Wow. Yeah. It's flown, okay. right? But um, it, feel, it feels like a long time ago. A lot of things have uh, changed in three months, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots has. So it's good to see you again. You too, brother. Like, we we spoke a lot about... I kept replaying that conversation we had. I thought it was awesome. And we spoke a lot about, like, the physical training, right? And I'm really interested to hear about the mental side for you and then also, like, the way of living in, in Hawaii, that aids in wellness and kind of mental health. I'm really interested to dive into that side now, brother. Okay. Well, you know, um, you know, I, I guess a question that people ask a lot in the comments is um, they'll make, there's some nice remarks about how pretty it is where I live or, you know, it looks like, uh, it looks like I, I live in a nice place and I do. It's, it's, Hawaii is beautiful. Um, and, uh, you know, and it does, it's expensive to live here. It's, you know, for what you get, I mean, the amount of home you get in Hawaii, you don't really, you don't get much here. And that's, uh, I guess that's the trade-off, you know, um, um, I've tried living on the mainland and elsewhere. And, you know, my wife and I were just, we're Hawaiians. We're, we're one of those people we're living, we're willing to live with a good amount less mm. in order to have Hawaii, to have, you know, the, the vibe, just the way it feels here. And, and um, I don't know, it means a lot to us. Yeah. So I make like, it's not a big deal, but it kind of is. I just make other things not a big deal, like what I drive and what I wear. And, you know, like <laughs> oftentimes there's remarks or comments about, you know, how my fence is falling apart, <laughs> which it is. And, you know, a lot of things right now in Hawaii are falling apart. Um, you know, we're like everybody else. We're subject to the supply chains here and Whatever's going on elsewhere is even worse in Hawaii. So, um, yeah, right now, if our fences and things are kind of falling apart, then uh, there's going to be a little delay on <laughs> getting them fixed. But even if we have the supplies and everything, um, yeah, uh, we're willing to just go without a lot of things just to, to live in Hawaii and uh, unless you've been here, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's just, there's just a way that this place feels that is, um, at least to me, it's different than, than any other place in the world. Um, to people that truly love living here, it doesn't matter where you're from, by the way, you, like, you know, I was born in, in, in Louisville, Kentucky, and, um, there's tons of people that have come here from Europe and 
parts of the Midwest and just everywhere in the world who just knew when they arrived here that this was where this is where their soul or their spirit needed to live. And there's other people that will come here and they'll be like, okay, that was cool. But, and then they'll, they'll leave. There's no real, you know, bond to the place. And that's just how it is with everything. But yeah, for me, it's really a, it's a special place. And I think I, I get a lot of the energy that I try to bring to my workouts. I, I discovered during the pandemic that I actually like to stand outside and work out. I get energy from, from standing out, out in my yard. And, and mm. yeah, before it was just something to get me out of the house, but I truly enjoy my workouts more when I'm, uh, when I'm outside and, uh, I guess taking in what they call um, mana or the energy of of the place, you know. So, yeah, I guess it's. Um, I think yeah. there's a lot to be said there, man. You know, being out in nature and and being being present in it, you know, and accepting the energy and giving out good energy, right? Rather than always being in a man-made box with artificial light behind a computer screen you know kind of doing everything to the beat of this this modern drum we're kind of slowing everything down um and being out in in nature right and there's a, there's a lot of lot of benefits to that i know for me i connect back with myself when i go to nature 100%. oh yeah yeah um you know i i work in a gym i train people uh i've been training people in the private gyms for gosh almost three decades now and um and myself I was just training indoors all the time and uh yeah it wasn't until the pandemic and and you know just being forced to 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 get outside and 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 make my little 10 minute videos just for my clients to follow along with um and yeah, it really, it really taught me a lot. I won't, I won't work out indoors now unless wow. I, you know, I have to, or yeah, um, I'll bring everything I need outside and, and um, yeah, that's, it's my thing now. It's been going on two years now that I've, uh, I've been training outdoors. Wow. And, uh, and I don't see myself going back anytime soon. So Talk to me about the mana, right? So for us Westerners, a lot of people aren't going to understand what that is. So break that down um, and explain and, and describe the, the Hawaiian culture a little bit more. Well, you know, the um, Hawaii is a... Whether you're spiritual or not, um, it just is a, it's a very... Uh, it's a very spiritual place you'll hear. Uh, people say this all the time. It's just uh, there's a lot of energy here, and um, and it's a I believe it's a good energy. It's a very powerful, but it's a very um, benign and a very good energy if you're open to it. 
Um, I, I believe, yeah, it, it, it seems like uh, if your heart is good, if you're open to, to being good, to, uh, to, to, to energies that are, 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 if you avail yourself to these energies, then they are certainly there for you to, mm. to tap into. And, um, but they also punish you, I believe, if you're not aligned, like if you kind of, if you try to be a bully or if you try to, to exist in a place like this with uh, anything that's malicious or even evil in your heart, I don't think that aligns well with a place like this either. Mm. So it's kind of a self-correcting mechanism in that in general, people that are aligned with positive energy and, and goodness, um, they tend, they tend to do well here. And you, I guess you seem to meet a lot of people like that here. Uh, you don't meet a lot of, sorry, you don't meet a lot of assholes or, you know, jerks in Hawaii and in general, um, that I guess that energy doesn't seem to to align itself very well here. So, um, yeah, no, I guess wow. it's just self-correcting. Yeah, it's, uh, at least in my experience, you know, um, when I was younger, I was, you know, quite a bit. I guess having grown grown up here, I didn't realize how special it was being here. I took I took living in Hawaii uh, for granted for many of the years. I, I lived here just cause you know, it was all I knew. Um, so I was kind of a more of a spoiled kind of entitled kid growing up. And I went to a, a nice private school and um, yeah. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't really, a very, I wasn't an, I wasn't the kind of person that, you know, I think I should, I should have been growing up or could have been, you know, a nicer, more gentle, um, more caring person. I wasn't, I was just more of this spoiled brat. And yeah, but many of the years, I, I think on, on a previous discussion, I might've, I might've uh, mentioned that a lot of my initial years well into my even into my 30s were very rough they were very you know kind of combative I mean I was just yeah my my spiritual alignment was different from I guess living here and yeah it was for me it was rough living in Hawaii for a while I seemed to have bad luck a lot when I was uh, when I was like that, and it wasn't was... until I actually yeah started to kind of change who I was. Just it was more just through trial and error. Mm. I mean, I really tried hard to be a dick, and you know, just to really bully my way through situations. And I never hurt anybody here. You know, I've never harmed anybody. But I was just I just thought you know I I could be uh, yeah just forceful and. Um, yeah, that didn't work out too well for me. So, uh, yeah, just live and learn. 
100% man you know be open to those lessons that life wants to teach you and um, you know that bad luck that's I think that's a really really important thing that you said like you know it's like oh I've always got in getting all this bad luck I was like well maybe maybe the reason is within you know maybe you're you're not aligned with something maybe you're completely ignoring the point that you, you're trying to be taught right that the universe yeah. is trying to teach you when I was um, when I was younger, I used to think luck was just happenstance. It was just it was just a circumstantial, you know, the events in your life were just <clears throat> events. They're just random. But I think I've learned as I've gotten older. Um, I've learned. I've been told, and I've also just observed that um what appear to be random events in your life or whatever uh, are reflections of basically how you're living your life and um yeah i've just noticed that when i'm when i'm kind of cheating or i'm lying and to myself or to others um what i call luck is not very good when i'm you know when i'm I think I'm I'm getting away with something, but I know deep inside I'm. It's not aligned with with who I am or how I should be doing it. Um, yeah, I find uh, I tend to have a lot of problems with water, like my plumbing and things going off on me um, when I'm not doing things properly. Yeah, wow. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Because I, yeah, recently, you know, I, I kind of, I broke a New Year's resolution <clears throat> of sorts to myself that I thought, oh, not a big deal. And then all of a sudden, a big pipe behind my toilet went off and broke and flooded my living room. <clears throat> and um, it's just weird. Yeah, my, my luck tends to... Uh, uh it tends to reflect the way i live mm-hmm. so yeah if my luck starts getting a little bit sketchy then i know it's time for me to <laughs> to examine what i'm doing a little yeah, bit check in on yeah. yourself yeah there's definitely something something about that right you know karma and and um what goes around comes around when we learn all this as a kid and yet we oh kind of get enticed by this like fast hustle life right everything is going super super fast the invention of the light bulb means we can work 24 hours a day right we're not just kind of slot between the uh hours of sunlight and now with with computers right we can work across different time zones now and it's like okay i've got 24 hours of the day let's work 24 hours you're like wow good luck like things are going to start breaking down like you say you're going to end up kind of working against yourself and then, you know, your pipe breaks. Or... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I've been, uh, I guess, you know, my <clears throat> my older daughter, she'll be going to college soon. And um, I guess um, one of the things I've been aware of more, I didn't really do a lot of social media or computer stuff until uh, two years ago when I started this whole um, 
TikTok or whatever I'm doing online now. Mm-hmm. Um, up until then, I really didn't spend a lot of time on the computers. Um, but yeah, I'm realizing, I guess, how much time I, I spend. And um, I guess my daughters, the amount of time we spend on these, uh, these devices and on, on, on social media, it's, it, it's, I guess, I, I don't know, it's concerning, but it's yeah. fascinating for one thing. And I guess it's of some concern, but I heard there's something, and maybe you can uh, fill me in more. There's something called the metaverse. Yeah. That, yeah. Is that supposed to replace the internet? It's, um, it's basically um, a digital world. Uh-huh. So essentially you're going to be able to create a character. And I, I mean, I could be, I could be wrong, right? It's still in, in the works and I'm very new, but you're going to be able to create a character, dress them the way you want, change their appearance the way they want and kind of live life as this character, right? It's basically modern day or real life Sims. Okay. Remember the old Sims game where you can right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's now like digital real estate, so you can buy a house in this universe, which. So it's exist. like. So that's going to be like, like a super Minecraft kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically right. the Matrix. Ah. Like the, yeah. the, the worry is, though, of kids growing up with access to this, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if I'm um, limited to this organic shell and limited to this is the way I'm going to look, yeah, you can adapt it and change it slightly, but ultimately, like, I'm always going to have blue eyes. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I'm always going to be five ten, right? Unless you go through some serious, like, painful surgeries, that's never gonna, never gonna change, right? But okay. from literally just kind of clicking some buttons, you could, I could create myself eight feet tall. You know, I could have a tail or whatever, right. right? And the the issue that kind of comes to mind with like ethical, especially with kids, is like, well, if they can be anything they want in this kind of universe, right? Why would they want to be attached to this organic thing? So they will spend the majority of their life in this make-believe, quote-unquote, universe and they'll kind of right. lose themselves mentally to, to this place. Oh, okay. Legit like science fiction. It's it's a scary, scary thing. It's it can u- yeah. be used incredibly well. You know, we could it could be insane. Like it could be awesome, you know, more connectivity right. can help a lot of things, but also, you know, there's pros and cons with everything. And there's a lot of uh questions to be asked philosophically, I believe, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's what I'm being um, educated about now is, uh, number one, all the time that kids spend on TikTok. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this metaverse thing that seems to be uh, rapidly approaching. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's uh, There's some new awarenesses, I guess, because I, I, I never paid attention to things like, you know, how much time kids spend on social media. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I didn't really, to this day, I mean, 
I create something on TikTok about every day, but I don't really watch a lot of it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just old that way. I like to watch longer form YouTube videos, you know, like news stories and things like that. So this, I don't know, uh, but I, I guess, um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting for me to find out how, how these platforms can be uh, damaging mm. to, to kids. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm wanting this, you know, as my little thing grows a little bit here, I just want to, I'm trying to see if I can build it in a way that it's, it doesn't do that, that it's helpful yes. to people. And yeah, that's, so I'm trying to figure out how to, I guess, how to do that now, you know? Yeah. I think, but, I think it's got to pose a question of, okay, if we're going really far this way into the metaverse and creating these alternate realities essentially is what they are. Right. Then we have to be able to go the other way and go, okay. Like we spoke about literally five minutes ago of tapping into nature, more spirituality, less devices. I think you've got to be able to go both ways rather than I'm going to go fully into this internet thing because then you're going to lose one side. And if you go fully into spirituality, then the world's going to keep on getting faster and faster. And then you're going to get a little bit of disconnect from, from the modern world. If that's what you want, great. Do you think, right? But I think as a majority on the world, I think we need to push both. I think, yeah, okay, teach kids and allow them access to certain things and because ultimately technology increases at a faster rate right we're going to oh, keep yeah. on advancing that's not going to stop right so they they the next generation needs to know how to use those i was like okay great but we also have so much wisdom that we're not teaching to go you know just go out for a walk if you can't go out for a walk and leave your phone at home without getting anxiety or a panic attack like that's a serious issue like we need to be able to do that yeah. like it is kids sure. are losing the ability to be able to like be free thinkers, right? Allow the mind to go where it needs to. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, self-cleaning, come back. They feel so much better. You know, they've gone to the beach, gone to the mountains, the woods, the park or whatever, right? Just kind of sat on their own. I find like people can't sit on their own anymore, you know, because they've always kind of connected somewhat with people, even if they're over on the other side of the world, right? And it's, it's mm. a scary thing. I think we have to be able to go both ways. That's my concern. Yeah, no, for uh, for sure. Alex, how old are you? I'm 25. 25. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, no, it's uh. Yeah, it's 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 a trip how this whole this whole thing works. Um, yeah, man. Like, I honestly think I was born out of time in a sense of I'm so happy of just kind of disappearing, no one knowing where you are unless you pop up in a village and say hello, right? You might send a frigging letter via wood pigeon or something, and that's about it. Like, no phone, no nothing. Like, I think there's a there's a there's part of me that's always pulled towards that life. Okay. And I'm like, ah. Oh. But if we can use these technologies to help people right and i know it sounds really cliche but use it for good 
right rather than evil um and okay this is the game man you know we're in 2022 this is the game that we're in like we can't change that might as well play the game for to help people yeah yeah that's uh that's that's uh now that yeah now that i'm i don't know for some reason uh these videos started popping up on you know the downside of tiktok or social media and um yeah i had i I had no idea that it was you know that it was so addictive and that people could yeah that people are developing real real problems from this so um well yeah that dopamine hit you know what i mean like every time someone likes a video or you know, they they hit a TikTok that they like for three seconds. It's they get a little dopamine hit, and then that can be addictive, right? Same as a drug addict or a alcoholic or a sex addict or whatever. Like it's it's the same same, but now they're getting it, it pretty much instantaneously, right? And to you know, an immature mind as well. You know, I don't know if this is a good answer or not. Um, people ask me all the time. Hey man, how do you stay motivated to, Mm. to train? Like, you know, to get out every day and you do something and you know, what inspires you or what, what motivates you to do that? And the, I mean, the honest answer is, um, I'm inclined to train whether whether anybody watches me or not i mean i was doing this for years and years before i ever started putting it on youtube so what really gets me out on any given day is every now and then like especially on the days where i didn't want to go and train i'll go and i'll just do my little thing out there and i'll just post it on tiktok and instagram and I'll get a comment later on somebody that says, Hey man, you know, I stopped training for 13 years and I saw your video and man, I'm four, I'm 10 years younger than you, but I thought like I was done and, or, or I started training because I saw your video or, you know, you just get one or two of those. And, um, yeah, and if that's dopamine and, and, and whatever, then, yeah, that's I guess that's what it is. Because mm-hmm. when you get a few of those, um, it's, 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 very, it's very inspiring and it's very motivating to, you know, like there's some days I'll be like, man, I don't want to work out. But the whole point of my posting my workout is that, Presumably, there's a th- thousands of other people right now that also don't want to work out. So the whole point of me f- pointing, posting my sh- my stuff is like, yeah, we all don't want to work out. So I, that's exactly why I'm posting my shit is I don't want to work out today. But I know that a lot of I'm so it's kind of a weird thing is that I am motivated by people being motivated by what I do. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, um, that makes a lot of sense. 
And yeah, it, it's it's it, it is being it is dopamine dependent and things like that. But you know, I'm not sure that's a bad thing necessarily. Um, you know, because it's not people liking my videos that I mean that's cool. I, I'm always appreciative of people like my videos, but if someone like says, Hey man, I went and bought a kettlebell because of your video or, or, um, you know, that thing you said about not eating until you're full or just something as, you know, things like that. That's mm. uh, I guess, yeah, that's what really, uh, that's what I find inspirational and, and motivational is, is one I guess when you feel like you're you're making a some kind of a difference to somebody. So here's, here's a question. Yes. Do you uh, feel like you have a responsibility to always post your workouts? Yeah, you know, I kind of um, I kind of do. Uh, yeah, I do. Mm. Number one, I it's weird. I have a responsibility to myself. And that I'm not, I've always struggled with being consistent myself. Um, I, I, I don't know if I have ADD or whatever. Uh, I've always had trouble being, you know, just doing something every single day consistently. And um, so this is something that I do for myself. Um, uh, just to demonstrate that I can commit to something that other people might follow or depend on. And um, yeah, I try to, I try to do, I really try to get something out every day. <clears throat> um, both for myself, but also I, I do feel like uh, um, there's, there's a few people out there that, you know, might, and like, I do know that there's some people that just use my videos. Like they'll say, Hey man, I, I didn't feel like working out. And I know that every day you do something. So I came here just to see what she did. And you know, that like, I would never do what you did, but that was kind of cool to see that you were, it was raining and you were still doing pushups, you know, mm -hmm. and, so what you were doing wasn't super exciting, but the fact that you were doing it was cool. That's all I needed. I just wanted to see, okay, that old fart, he's doing that. He's doing something out in the rain so I can go out and I'll take my walk. And so, yeah, if, if that's, if that, and I also know that for every person that leaves a comment, there were probably several, other people that wanted to leave that comment that didn't yeah 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 that so is true. yeah so yeah i'm figuring you know it, it's it's helping somebody and and um i've always been i guess in a way insecure about that helping other people i it's weird i always used to watch other people either at award ceremonies or whatever, um, you know, 
they would be acknowledged for all the people that they help. And I always used to, I, I was never taught growing up that my job is to help other people. Mm. I, um, my parents were great. They, uh, you know, they taught me a lot of cool things, but I didn't know that I was supposed to actually help other people. So I guess the concept, that concept for me was a little bit strange at first. Um, but yeah, I found now that it's taken me a while to, to wrap my head around that, but, um, that's, I think what drives me more than anything else is knowing that I'm, that something I'm doing is helpful to somebody. Mm. I, I, I guess, yeah, I do get a, I get a, a kind of a, a, a high or I get a little bit of a hit off of that. Is if I can put an exercise that maybe somebody like me has seen an exercise like this, but there's a different spin on this exercise or a different aspect of it. You know, um, if I know that someone out there might have gotten, oh, cool, you know, like a little, a little something from that, then, then that, uh, I don't know, I, that does something for me. Yeah, so. it's, it's like undoubtedly people look up to you, man, you know, and take a lot of whether it's inspiration, motivation, or just a cool little, oh, okay, yeah, he's doing some good shit. You know, like people definitely look up to you, man. Like, I guess uh, what I'm interested in hearing is like, who do you look up to? You know, it's weird. Um, huh. I look up to people who I've all, you know, I, I've told my daughter this, the one skill that I always, always, cause I didn't really have a lot of this growing up. You know, I've had to, as, as kind of a, yeah, this was not something that I was really instilled with when I was younger. It's people that just have grit that have tenacity and, determination and 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 i i've i told my daughter this that you know you can be talented you can be not very talented you can be pretty you can be ugly you can be whatever you can have a lot of natural skill you can have very little natural skill but if you have if you're if you're determined if you have tenacity and and drive and you don't give up um anybody that that can really struggle at anything that they lack that they're not good at that person is a badass to me and it's it, it it's not it, it's regardless of what category they struggle in like, you know, people would tend to think that I would choose somebody who carries the Husafel stone or, or, you know, some strongman event. But, you know, I have great, great admiration for people who are like in their, like in my age, in their 50s, 
who decide that they're going to go back to school and sit with kids who are, could be their grandchildren and they're going to get their college degree at my age, you know, and they're going to get laughed at and teased both by their peers as well as these kids that they're going, but they do it anyway. So I guess the people that I look up to, it doesn't matter. They could be, it could be a, 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 a cowboy taking a ballet class, you know, just anybody that steps out of their comfort zone in any realm is, I guess, my heroes that, that you know, mm. my brother was, you know, he was recently uh, in response, I guess, to the trucking shortage. He uh, became a trucker during the pandemic. And um, he was kind of shit talking himself because he was just a trucker. And I was telling him, dude, you know, the amount of responsibility that you're taking on doing what you do and the necessity of what you do and the fact that it's so outside of what you used to like for me, I don't have the balls to get in a big rig and drive all that ton, tons of stuff down man that takes a break that that that's not me mm-hmm. you know but anyone that can step out of that their comfort zone that way and 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 expose themselves to something so new um yeah those are the people i look up to mm-hmm. regardless of regardless of what they're doing or male or female or yeah it's it's anyone that can struggle it's powerful man seeing that like seeing someone refuse to give up you know and no matter how many times they get tripped up or fall down or or you know life pushes pushes you down there and says nah you ain't doing this like no matter how many times that happens someone gets back up that can only ever motivate the shit out of you right that yeah just sets a fire in someone's soul where it's like wow that person is refusing to give up and that is incredible yeah no it's uh yeah of all the things i've seen out there you know there's a lot of natural talent but the problem with uh, natural talent is there's always going to be someone with a little more natural talent than you and if you ever run up against that person and now you have to somehow build on that and you've never done that before because everything you had was natural talent that's um yeah that's why that person that can just go into low gear and just grind and start to struggle you know when it gets tough Mm. they can just yeah that's that to me is a that's the ultimate skill Mm. because yeah that it the there's never a time where you wouldn't need something like that. So that's a really important point for kids as well, too, man. Of like, you know, people are always going to be born with what they're born with. You got zero say over that, right? But the way you act and attack certain things is is completely down to you. And you know, your hard work is you've got the responsibility for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, 
my uh, <clears throat> said my older daughter, she's going to be going to college uh, in a few months, and she's a lot more independent than say um, I was growing up. Uh, I grew up kind of in a a real nice and a nice neighborhood, and um, you know, yeah. I grew up somewhat, I guess, privileged. And um, my daughter did not grow up the same way. Yeah. Um, we, uh, yeah. Once I, I got out of the house, I I entered more of a reality uh, kind of thing. And I realized that the way I was raised, it was really nice, but I lacked a lot of the skills that, I would need, you know, and just, just for basic life. So, um, I made sure that my daughter knew like certain things, like just basic things. Like when she was very young, I used to make her ask for, like, if we're at a restaurant, if she needed a straw or she needed a spoon, she had to ask for those items herself. Um, or she had to physically go and get those items. Um, we didn't ask on her behalf or, you know, she was made to get everything from a young age. And, um, and we wanted to teach her that there's not a real separation between what adults do and what children do. Um, yes, you're she's capable at a young age and mm -hmm. um, yeah, she, uh, I guess she took those, those, those lessons to heart. Cause um, yeah, she's going to be going to Wharton in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, yeah, that's what she, uh, that school is what she dialed in on when she was very young and, and she got that. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, she did. She Bro, did very well for herself. Brother, I got three questions. Yeah. What does vulnerability mean to you? Vulnerable, vulnerability, vulnerability is to me, it's simply being honest, I guess. It's, it's, like that it's yeah if if um i guess for most of my yeah i guess my younger years i'll call it up till yeah everything up until my into my 40s i really struggled with like i couldn't go online and do what I do until recently. I mean, I didn't start doing this until I was, what, 51? Yeah, I'm 53 now. So, um, because I was embarrassed of what my yard looked like, I was, um, I was embarrassed of what my classmates on Facebook, at the time, I guess, we had Facebook. And, you know, I, I was like, yeah, I was uh, embarrassed about what, people would think about 
everything, like my yard, my car, just, you know, and I finally got to a point where I was like, wait, why are you, why am I like this? You know, um, I, I guess I felt like what, what made me, I guess, change a lot of that was I felt kind of ashamed that I was ashamed, mm-hmm. um, meaning I was ashamed of, I guess, the life I had created, but it's the same life that my kids were supposed to, you know, like I'd hear of kids not wanting to go on Instagram or something because their kitchen was ugly or, you know, their yard was whatever and they didn't want to get teased. And I was doing the same thing with myself. And, you know, I have daughters and everything. And I was like, well, why should I be ashamed of what my yard looks like? If somebody doesn't like it, then them, you know, and um, my daughter shouldn't be ashamed of, my yard either and I, you know my house is a little messy I don't really show a lot of my house but um yeah I guess being vulnerable just means being willing to to be honest and 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 I think what makes being honest easy or at least for me is just understanding that Literally, I mean, pretty much people are all the same. Mm. You know, I mean, whatever mess I have in my house, I'm pretty sure other people have a similar mess in their house with similar items, and they're probably messy for similar reasons. So I no longer, I no longer, I guess, care because I also had to ask myself what kind of person. Or what state of mind would <clears throat> would I have to be in for me to to be watching somebody else on, say, YouTube or TikTok, and then for something in their background to bother me so much that I have to write something negative to that person about it? I would I would just ask how badly would my life have to kind of suck. Mm. and yeah it would have to suck pretty badly and i'm gonna assume there's not that many people like that so i just got over it i was like you know what yeah my fence is falling apart um i do drive a car that is probably older than my older daughter and you know that's just what it is and it's cool and you know, I'm grateful for what I have. And um, yeah, so I don't try to cover up anything now. If there's junk yeah. in my background now and and uh, yeah, it's it's OK now. So awesome. I, 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 I like it's a good question because I found that making myself vulnerable. Um, actually, I feel. I don't know, way cleaner. Mm. or a way yeah i i feel better when i when i actually do expose the side like on my videos there's 
times where I, I fail, I don't make the lift, you know, and I, 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 I it's not a good video. I, I, and I, and I, I posted anyway, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't always make the lift that I'm trying to make. And, and now I post those as well, because I want people to see the other side of, of this whole thing. You know, yeah, it looks cool and we do the whatever lift, but I think it's balancing and it's it's more I think it's more healthy mm -hmm. for people to, to watch, you know, me fail the lift and then trip over the barbell when I'm done, which is what what I've done, what's happened before, and I want people to see that. So yeah. I, I love that that connection of vulnerability with honesty i think that i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna take that forward with myself i think that's awesome cool yes um what what does leadership mean to you leadership i think for me would probably i think the the thing that i i lacked in my leadership in my family um I, I feel like the more i'm willing to take the pain of a team member the more i am willing to take a team member's pain the better my organization seems to run so there's times because I, I didn't really grow up a real team player um, there's not a lot of military uh background in my family so some of the uh values of you know military are a little lacking in my upbringing mm. but i found that the more I care about the members of my team. I guess, yeah, just the better that organization runs. Um, if, if I forget and I start focusing on, yeah, I, I, you know, like there's times where we're traveling with my family and we'll get to a hotel or whatever and, all of my bags made it to the hotel just fine. But, you know, sometimes um, your kid's bags or somebody else's bag doesn't. Um, and, you know, it just took me a little while to kind of learn, hey man, it's great if your stuff arrives all, but if you're a team, if you got a, a group, you've got to be counting everybody's bags and you know, that, that should just be something that, and that wasn't, that wasn't kind of the way it was done in my family. You know, we were more like every man for himself and, you know, hopefully everybody showed up with what they brought, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I had to learn. Um, but yeah, I've learned that the more of a, of an attitude that I have that, that um, that you take care of the people on the team first. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, that I, I believe that. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. 
best of my leadership comes from that awareness of basically that, um, yeah. Yeah, if I, I agree. If I, if I take good care of the, the organization, then it takes good care of me, so. Yeah, totally. I agree 100% of the way that. Yeah. Um, last question. What's your purpose? You know, my purpose right now, it's kind of, kind of strange. I, I used to tell my wife before I got online. So maybe just over two years ago, I was literally 50, yeah, about 50 years old when I, before I started doing all this online stuff. I didn't really, I didn't really know what my purpose was. I literally, I would, for gosh, over maybe 20 years, I would work in my, my studio. It was literally like a box, just like a, you know, a gym, just, uh, just a big room. And I'd work with, you know, I don't know, my six or eight people a day. And I'd just come home and be with my family and I'd go there and, and for 20 years I did that. And I didn't really know what my, I didn't really know what my purpose was. Because I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't even sure that what I was teaching my clients was. And I didn't have another person to bounce my ideas off of. I, I would just, I, I called, I would tell my wife that I called it inbred knowledge. Like basically my, my ideas were all just interbreeding with each other and I wasn't even sure of that yeah um yeah I was just feeling very kind of disconnected with the fitness world and so I guess what I've learned in the last couple of years I my purpose now is to learn and I'm getting a pretty good idea now, of, but I feel like I just need a little bit long. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn how I can be of service to the greater fitness community that's online. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been, I've been, I, there's, there's a segment of, of comments that I get where it's, these people are clearly beginners and, you know, they're like, hey, man, I'm brand new or I haven't worked out in like 15 years. And how do I start? And then there's other people that, you know, they're quite advanced and they want to know how to do kettlebell orbits and, you know, pivot cleans and all this other stuff. So um, I guess, um, you know, I, what, what I want my purpose to be is there's a lot of guys that are doing fitness online and I know this, this sounds kind of like some little cause that, but I'm actually wanting to use the influence I have 
to get people more offline. Yeah, I understand that totally. You know, yeah. Um, myself included, I, I started getting a little bit obsessive with all of this mm-hmm. this stuff here, and um, yeah, I think um, as I as I'm learning more about, it, I'm I'm wanting. I guess I'm, I'm wanting people, I'm try, trying to figure out ways of people engaging with people more mm-hmm. and engaging with getting outside more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, uh, that's why even for me, I have access to a full gym, you know, with squat racks and everything I could use. And uh, for me, I still like to just take whatever equipment I can drag out into my front yard there and I like to do my workout there because I feel more connected to that than even you know being indoors with an air-conditioned room and all this artificial light that's falling on me um yeah I don't know it's I guess right now I'm trying to I want people to feel more connected, I guess. Yep. Just more connected with that's why I'm 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 trying to get make my videos right where I talk a little bit more. Before it was just kind of like music videos, like just an exercise with a song, which I still do sometimes if I'm just lazy and I don't have a lot of time, but I'm I'm trying to, I don't know, I wanna I wanna connect with people more. Mm. just you know um agreed man i love that i love that so much yeah yeah if they're if they're lonely or whatever just yeah just connect with people a little bit totally brother i appreciate your time and, and what you do so much and like i said last time i'm i'm gonna have to make it over to hawaii and we're gonna have to throw it down and we'll share a coffee and chat some shit Sounds in person good, Alan. Yeah, that sounds great. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on your show again. Um, so I'm a little bit scattered today, but um, no, no, yeah, no. those are my thoughts. And uh, I'll be happy to talk with you later on. Real conversations, man, you know, and, and I'll always appreciate that. And I'm super grateful for it. Cool, man. Always. Thank you, brother. And I'll, uh, All right, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. See you soon. And uh, yeah, aloha. Do it again. Much aloha. Perfect. Take care. Bye, everybody.